0: What's up, everybody? Ed, where's the podcast coming back at you once again with my boy Dennis Ramirez, and you know what time it is—another Punchers Chance edition. What's up, Dennis? How you doing, man?
1: What's up, Ed? Uh, just happy to be on again. You know, it's a—it's it's the start of a new year. I, I don't think I've been on with you this this year, so just want to say, um, you know, I'm happy that we continue to do this. And so far, it's been a a pretty pretty exciting year, and and more to come for the the, the world of boxing.
0: Yeah, man, I think I only did a a couple of short ones as far as boxing. Um, But I think it's good that we kind of let some stuff build up because really thinking about it, there's really nothing huge so far. Usually Mm winter, winter is kind of slow. But like I said, if we let some stuff build up, you know, some topics and, you know, we get a little more in depth. And uh, luckily, we had a great fight on Sunday, man. <laughs> Paul versus Tommy Fury. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: you know, and, yeah. and I say mm. it kind of jokingly, bro. But but uh, honestly, I mean, and just to start it off, I was uh, I was entertained. I and mean, you know, I'll just start off by saying that you know it was mm. what it was, but. My palms were sweaty, mostly because I wanted the boxer to win, man. But I don't know <laughs> if you if you got a chance to to watch it or not, man. What, what were your thoughts?
1: Yeah, you know, believe it or not, I was uh, uh, I was actually looking forward to this fight more than my sons were, <laughs> and then you know, and, and usually when it has something to do with. The, the YouTube world, you know, KSI or KS1, I don't know what his name is, KS1 or KSI, whatever his name is. Uh, yeah. And all the, you know, YouTubers versus TikToks, all that stuff, I'm really, I'm really turned off by it. You know, I just feel like they're, they're just sparring and putting it on, on pay-per-view. Um, but, you know, with, with Jake Paul, um, I'll be honest with you, you know, in the beginning, I, I was not happy with him being the sport, but at the end of the day, what he, what he did, was he, at least in my opinion, he became a boxer as far as living the lifestyle of a boxer, you know? I mean, yeah. he was around the right people. He was getting trained. I mean, and, and you see him putting in the work like a boxer, you know? Um, I know that it's it's a tough pill to swallow for, for a lot of us that are, are, are true boxing fans, but I, I have to give him that respect in the sense that he didn't, Disrespect the sport by like not training and not you know taking taking the um like the uh the logistics of the sport you know like he 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 went through the through it bro like like he 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 did his best and 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 he brought attention as an influencer as opposed to to yeah. to a product right and 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 with boxing let's be honest i mean us diehards are are the ones that keep it alive you know so when uh when when you put an influencer in uh, a classic product that needs that new attention, that's what they do. They influence to get more eyeballs to the sport, and that's what, in my opinion, that's what Jake Paul was able to do.
0: Yeah, um, I mean that that last part that you said, I mean for for sure, I, I totally agree with that. Um, I do think there's like some some sneakiness going on in the in the uh, negotiations and stuff like that mm-hmm. but, but us that we, we know boxing I think we usually know people always say oh the A side and the B side and they really don't know that the A side controls everything down to I mean
1: the glove sizes, the, everything. the yeah, ring size, yeah.
0: Even down to stuff that if you mention it and you put names on it you could actually get sued for it you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: But, and I'm not we're not big enough, big enough platform for that, but yeah, I'm still not going to mention any names, you know. But you can set a weight, you can set a catch weight, you can set a a day after weigh in. Um, maybe there's a um, what is it called where um a non what, what's it called when you you can you have to sign something before you start oh non non
1: disclosure yeah non disclosure non-dis- agreement mm-hmm.
0: where somebody can say okay if I pop for steroids we're just gonna cancel the fight or extend the fight and mm-hmm.
1: you
0: about it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. But like yeah. I
0: said, I don't really want to get too much into that because people are gonna to start to know who I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Even though he's semi retired, but <laughs> you know, I know I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. but still like you said, it brings yeah. eyeballs to it. And and that's why I said, you know, I was uh with with, with uh sweaty palms because even though I, I felt like some of that stuff was going on like to me, Tommy Fury is still a, a very, very green fighter, and, yeah. and people that uh, have seen him and against the type of competition that he had been against, you know, we weren't very impressed. Man, he he's got the name, but you know, even you can see in the promotion, his brother, I mean, you know, uh, Tyson Fury, he he was there, but he was not like,
1: yeah, man, brother's yeah.
0: going to knock you out. He was just like there. You know
1: what I mean? I and and you know and and to be honest with you, I I felt like Tommy Fury was the underdog. Um, I really did just because I've seen him fight before and I was not impressed with, 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 with his performances before, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so coming into this fight and, and, you know, when they did the, uh, the face off and everything, I mean, uh, Jake Paul just looked, uh, he looked bigger than him as far as like mm-hmm. the height and, 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 and the reach. But I think, I think Tommy actually had more of a reach, but yeah. it it just seemed like, like, Jake Paul was a bigger presence in, in 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 the in the faceoffs and all that stuff, right? So, yeah. you know, you know, boxing's a, a mental game too, right? So, yeah. I just kind of felt like Jake Paul had won that already from the start. So I kind of felt like, wow, like this guy's really gonna, you know, beat up on a below-average fighter, which was was what I considered Tommy Fury. I mean, I didn't really, I didn't really see him as as a, somebody special when i first started seeing him to be honest with you so so coming into this fight i was like like wow like like this is how this is the strategy that jake paul did right he's he's like hey people want to see me fight a a true boxer well here it is and he even has a glorified last name you know so this would have really made him like okay canelo's next and you know all that stuff right and and so i'm i'm glad that that there wasn't a robbery um, I, I'm glad that they was, they actually judged it by, you know, what the, what was happening in the ring rather than the money and, and all that stuff. Because I did feel like Tommy Fury deserved the decision win, um, yeah. just by watching it as a, as a, as a boxing perspective. Um, so I, I think it was, I, honestly, bro, I think it was a win-win for, for both. Right. I mean, if anything, if they do a rematch again, it's going to be hyped up even more, you know and and maybe now we're going to all expect a little bit more out of out of um Jake Paul because he did knock him down once so you know it's it's i don't know man i just i was like you know what this is this is not a bad fight this was not a bad fight and wasn't a bad event for a sunday
0: oh yeah i mean like like um like i said man i, I was a little bit of ner- nervous i mean just cuz i wanted fury to win
1: mm-hmm. but
0: still I still feel like he's very, very green. You know what I mean. Even though, like they were trying to, to get some credibility as as far as fighting a, an actual boxer. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I, still feel, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have given Jake Paul that that credit. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know you mentioned that uh, luckily he didn't get robbed, but they tried with that first judge.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We. I mean. I think we we both probably. Gas, spread like, oh, no, here it comes, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, I was thinking, man, they're gonna either rob him or it's
0: gonna be a draw. And I was like, man, and I go back to when they took away the point, yeah, uh, and then they took away a, po- a point from from Jake Paul. I don't know who they took away from from a point away from first, but and then the knockdown at the
1: was it the last round or the, the I round think it was quarter? the last. Yeah, I think it was yeah. the seventh or the eighth. I forgot, but it was that 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 knockdown that could, it kind of looked like a trip but then again he did connect so yeah, yeah. he was yeah. a little off balance yeah
0: but anyways i mean we can't really get into the technicalities of that fight because even though it was a good entertaining uh fight and i'll just call it fight um i think fury had the edge with the little boxing ability that he does have mhm far as, like distance and rolling with punches and stuff like that i mean other than the the, the point um and the the knockdown um i think Fury pretty much dominated man in my opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean I I didn't see, you know, anything landing from from Paul that was that that made me feel like okay, this guy's going to, you know, uh, knock out Fury at any time or anything like that. It kind of felt like he was he was like surprised like okay, yeah. like like I've been fighting UFC fighters, you know, and, yeah. and it's a different it's a different animal, right? Mm-hmm. I mean so, I kind of felt like that's what happened with this one.' Is like, okay, this is somebody who knows knows how to work the 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 ring well and is gonna it's gonna be active and and he hadn't experienced that from um uh from a legit you know boxer, so yeah. so it was and good to see
0: also i mean you know at, at the end he said, yeah, I felt kind of flat. I mean he said he was sick or whatever yeah,
1: excuses <laughs> well,
0: I felt really flat well I mean you don't know that you know a real boxer it's going to, especially if you being so inexperienced, he's going to keep you thinking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're- he's going to capitalize on what. You know what, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And,
0: and, and even though you hit him, you don't realize that he's kind of smothering your punches. You're not hitting with them with the, with the right distance on the shots and stuff like that. So once he feels like, you know, he landed something and there was no reaction from fury. It, it was like, Oh shit.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. I think um, overall it was good. I wouldn't honestly. I wouldn't mind seeing it again. In my in my opinion, I think um, I think it was it was a, a like you have to know that it was a, a one sided fight if you're a true boxing fan. But from the entertainment part of it, you know, if you don't watch boxing all the time and you see this match, you you can go away saying like, oh, you know what, this was pretty fair and it was a good matchup. You know, yeah. so so I think for them to, to do a rematch, run it back. I think um I think that they'll get a lot of interest and I would I would love for them to do it on a Sunday because <clears throat> you know, Sunday when there's no football, I mean, come yeah. on, what what else are you gonna watch? I mean unless there's baseball on right, but Yeah. 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 <laughs> so,
0: I mean, as long as they don't take a date away from a Saturday night, you know I mean? <laughs> There you go.
1: Yeah. There you go. I would yeah. I would
0: a uh, rematch man and I think I think they have the uh, the creativity to to make it even bigger,
1: yeah, and yeah, if,
0: exactly. If for some reason they do it in the states, which I mean they're not going to pay them the money that they paid them over there, but the the times would agree a little bit more, you know. Instead of like watching it, what time did it come out out over here? Like two thirty three, and my he, time
1: in Texas. yeah, I think over here the the card the the the, the official fight card started at eleven a.m. Yeah, well maybe, then, maybe
0: Sunday that's that's
1: okay. Yeah. Yeah, after church. <laughs> after church, after menudo, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing a rematch, man. I'm, I'm all for it as long as it doesn't take away from anything else. And then, pretty decent uh, undercard
1: fight with Badu Jack and um and what's his name? I kind of forgot his name. Uh, Makabu, I think it was. Yeah, you know, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I was, um, uh, I was impressed by the way Badu Jack, um, looked. Yeah, you know, I've seen him. His, his, um his chin has also has has been uh, kind of suspect when you know when he was doing the whole money team stuff and everything in the beginning um, i'd seen him get knocked down and, and just kind of look like he would like tail off at the end of the fight and, and and not not you know like lose composure quite quickly and with this one i felt like he controlled the pace really well he looked he looked solid he looked you know like he can move and 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 he was the, he was the uh, contender, and he, he took the bout. So, yeah. um, you know, I was, I, was ha- I, was, I was happy with that fight, honestly. Yeah, same here, man. And this is actually one of the,
0: the times that I was actually pulling for him because, like you said, when he was with Mayweather, I was, like, tuned off.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But I guess maybe, I don't know how long he's been up at cruiserweight, but maybe, maybe that extra weight or whatever is more agreeing to his body and his chin.
1: Yeah, we were, my son and I were watching it and we were like uh, in the later rounds when he was you know he was already really confident and and everything uh he was he was kind of he was doing these moves like Apollo Creed, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. we were like, what the heck? He just moves like Apollo Creed right now. <laughs> yeah. We'll see we'll yeah. see what's
0: up next with him. I think I think he's under uh Jake Paul's promotional team now or or something.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, I really liked how he came out with the the whole crunk uh, crunk uh, crunk gym gear man from uh back in the Emmanuel yeah court, yeah yeah and a... he came through with the knockout man you know Emmanuel Stewart was all about knockouts man yeah
1: yeah that's uh, one of the that's one of the uh, commentators that I miss the most to be honest with you yeah But yeah I,
0: and uh, other than that I really don't um don't remember anything from the undercard I think I I probably tuned in right when. When Badu Jack was was uh, walking into
1: the to the ring, yeah. The other fight, there was a there's a total of five fights. The other ones um, were I f- I forget the names, but they they just didn't really look like like yeah. legit like legit fights. I mean, the one before the Badu Jack fight was um, it was a Mexicano um, versus um, I forgot I forgot what the other guy was, but. It was, it was, you could just tell they were very, very green. Mm-hmm. I think they had like one or two wins on their, on their records, each one of them. Um, so it was, you know, it was just kind of killing time basically. Yeah. But, but I did, I did like the battle Jack fight. And then the, obviously the main event was good too. So it was a, it was a good card for us Sunday. Yeah.
0: So before we move on from, from this one fight, bro, uh, Jake Paul does have a rematch clause. He's probably going to exercise that like, like he said. Um and I think we both agree we, we want to see it. Um but hopefully there's a way where they can tune in the 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 younger viewers a little bit more because just like you, I mean I was I asked my kids, hey you guys wanna watch the Jake Paul fight? He's gonna fight an actual boxer. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see what we got here. Um oh actually before we move on from this fight, bro. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the Sean Porter commentary, bro? Am I the only one? I know I'm not the only one because I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> uh, like, what's up with Sean Porter? <laughs> like,
1: he was to me, bro. He was trying too hard. I right? mean, he was he was com- he was confusing me. Like, like I was like, what? Because yeah. he would say things like, "He is a real boxer," and then he'll be like, "Remember, he's a YouTuber," and then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what? You know, like, yeah. I don't know. He was he was he was very confusing with his commentary. Um, I know he has a podcast too, uh-huh. um, and and you know, so he he's been voicing out his his uh, his boxing knowledge and, and, and perspective on on what goes on. And and I've heard him talk much better. So with this one, I was just I was really like, "Wow, Sean, what's going on? Man, you drinking too much in Saudi Arabia, or what's going? What's up?" <laughs> oh. <laughs> maybe he just um
0: uh, like wants to um like stay in good graces like to make sure he's he's got the job for the next fight you know what i mean or
1: yeah i mean it could be it could be that too you know maybe he didn't want to he didn't want to say the wrong thing and then or offend somebody and you know and and it's it's just it's tough because with with commentary i mean i i personally love when they're when they're realistic and they're yeah and and you know it kind of sounds like you're talking to somebody that's next to you watching the fight. Yeah. Um that's 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 what I go for, you know. That that's why I like I personally like when it's uh when now in the in the in the new era of commentaries when they have Tim Bradley and mm-hmm. Andre Ward, you know, um, um announcing, I kind of like that because they're giving uh, both of their perspectives and, and even when they disagree, you could yeah. kind of be on either one of their sides, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: man. I was going to say, if Tim Bradley was calling that fight, man, he <laughs> would have heard something totally different.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but uh, I was going to say something about PPC and their announcers, but I'll just stay away from that. And <laughs> also man. his work card, dude. I think he had uh uh Jake Paul up by like two rounds or something.
1: Oh, see, I didn't even pay attention to that. Yeah.
0: And I was like, "What?" And and you know, that's that's the thing. I guess like, okay, you, you, there's a difference between hardcore. I don't really consider myself hardcore boxing fan anymore, but I'm not a casual fan. But there's a difference, right? And and um, I think maybe he was catering more to the entertainment part of it, to mm-hmm. where the casual fan that's just tuning in because it's Jake Paul is gonna. You know, maybe like what it's saying, or maybe make it seem like it's a more competitive fight than it actually was. But, like, people like me, and I'm gonna talk shit about myself, but I think there's a lot of people that think like me. They're like, I'm hearing what he's saying, but I'm like, this dude's out of his fucking mind. You know? <laughs> like, and I, just, I could have um, Tommy Fury up by almost every round, other than the one that uh, they took a point from him. And then, and then you see Porter's card, and you're like, Like, somebody
1: could say, oh, shit, am I wrong here? But somebody (laughs) like
0: me, I'm like, this motherfucker's out of his mind. (laughs) You know what
1: I mean? Yeah, and, you know, you make make a good point because it could be that, you know, now that uh, Sean Porter is is in the YouTube world, he could be – it could be a strategy, right? It could be like, well, if if I get my name out there for these Jake Paul viewers, they're probably going to go to my page and – and starts yeah. describing who knows i mean that you know everybody's fighting for views now so it yeah. could be it could be an, an angle that he had of like all right let me give this boy some love so that way they can you yeah. know show my show my page some love <laughs> or even be like let me let me go ahead and sound crazy and as long as i'm
0: trending on on, on... <laughs> exactly my page and my podcast <laughs>
1: exactly exactly
0: uh, remind me for the next one to say some controversial stuff <laughs> <laughs> there you go there you go
1: Go viral all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: finally, from, from this one, um, there's actually some, some fights from earlier this year that I did want to mention that uh, kind of caught my eye. Uh, I really enjoyed. I'm pretty sure I'm not catching all of them. Um, but if you want to jump and jump in at any point on these, bro, just, just uh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, but also last week, actually, I think it was on Saturday on Showtime, uh we had uh subrio matias against jeremias ponce uh matias won by fifth round stoppage i think ponce didn't then come out for the sixth uh it was pretty much a action action-packed fight bro like close quarters man it was it was really it, and and i haven't really tuned into showtime fights in a long time but something told me to watch this one you know what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed it bro i don't know if you caught that one or not. i
1: didn't you know i didn't get a chance to catch that one what, what weight class are these guys
0: uh, these dudes are 140 pounds, bro.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Yeah. Um, And then uh, a little bit before that, sometime in February, we had uh, Emmanuel Navarrete against Liam Wilson. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I did a short pod on this one, and, and I, I kind of mentioned that I was a little bit scared for Navarrete just because of the size and him moving up in weight and him not really uh, building his body up strength-wise. He still looked kind of like like no muscular features at all. Just like, you know, just just make the weight. Mm-hmm. He even looked a little flabby in the midsection. Uh, he still ended up winning by TKO in the ninth, but, but uh, they did knock him down, and they almost, in, in my opinion, uh, Wilson had him in trouble, man. Um, so it was a little bit dangerous of a fight for him, but he did pull through TKO nine, so he's finally, um, he ended up, winning the title at 130, and he's going to go ahead and drop his two or his one, uh, 126 pound title. So with that, um, I think he had the WBO title. So Isaac Dogbe is fighting. I forget Puerto Rican dude's name, man, but it's going to be a top rank fight coming up. I think this month or next month and that's a vacated, um, title now. So they're going to fight for that. And uh, top rank is now gonna try to make at 130 pounds and Manra Navarrete against Oscar Valdez.
1: Wow. Yeah. I yeah, that that's gonna be good.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a good fight. I just hope that Navarrete makes a better account than uh um, what's his name did? Um the dude that uh, Valdez knocked out? The other uh, Berchel. Um
1: yeah Berchel,
0: yeah, Berchel, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think he will, man. Um just just different things that, that I see in Navarrete. Uh, Barcelte been knocked out before, so um, I mean, Valdez is still that dude, unless, unless it's your course, Stevenson boxing the shit out of him, but
1: and I think and I think that's what's going to be interesting, right? Because, um, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Valdez hasn't been in the ring since that loss to Stevenson, right? Yeah, no, he hasn't. He, he was actually supposed to fight Navarrete,
0: um, uh, on this date, but um, I think uh, he, he had some sort of injury, so they had to get a replacement
1: so, so, see that's gonna be, yeah, that's gonna be interesting, you know, um, and i think I think that's what's gonna draw in a lot of attention, you know, coming off of a uh, uh I mean he got schooled, you know, let's just call it what it is Stevenson schooled him um yeah. and and Navarrete coming from a, a a great win, and Valdez coming from a, a a bad loss um it's gonna be really interesting to see how how this plays out, so I can't wait to see you said that's gonna probably happen in in when.
0: I think April or May, dude.
1: Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. Cool. That's a good one uh, to watch out then.
0: They might push it till till the summer just cause Navarrete did take some punishment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that'll definitely be the next fight for for both of them.
1: Nice. I'll, yeah. Definitely gonna get my get put that on the calendar for sure. Yeah. Uh,
0: another uh, top rank um, card that um I really enjoyed, and especially this main event was Archer Pertubiev against uh Anthony Yard. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you recall this one, but Baturbiev, uh did win by knockout in the eighth, but Yard kind of boxed him a little bit. Um, I think he, he was probably winning in points by the time that he got knocked out, but Beterbiev just kind of, you know,
1: um, beat him up. Um, you know, of... you, yeah, you know, Ed, with this one, I did see it, um, you know, I... I... With, you know what trivia reminds me of is is Golovkin bro he really reminds me of, of Golovkin before you know all these canelo fights that he had um, where he could be getting tagged 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 but as soon as those those you know hands of stone touch you I mean it's it's not everybody could take them you know yeah. what I mean and and yard yard was doing really really good bro I mean for at, at some point I thought like wow this this guy's gonna beat him uh-huh. You know, just the, the pace that he had and, and he was, he was, he, you know, I think he even cut Birdie, Bert, right. A, a couple, yeah. Like he cut yeah. him or something. Yeah. And, um, looked a little gassed out, you know, but then as soon as he started, you know, landing those, those big hooks and shots, man, he just, it's the same story all the time. Like these guys can't take his power. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, man. And hopefully Sometime this year, we'll have B- better of B- against uh bevo man because that's really the the fight at uh 175. That I mean, at
1: and them, they're and, and they're and, and they're both uh yeah, they're both undefeated, right? Yeah, they're both. Yeah,
0: the only thing is, but better biv is up there in age a little bit more than the bevo, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're outlasting a younger yard and uh you know you're kind of accumulating uh punishment on them and you, you're taking them out in the eighth, and I mean H is no, nothing but a number right now. mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um of a, a bevel, and the power is a little bit different. So a very, very interesting fight if that does happen, man.
1: Yeah, I think um, you know, for for those people who are, are um looking for like an entertaining fight, that would definitely be something that, that to keep an eye out for. I I I think um I, I'm a I'm a Wolf fan, you know. Now, when the way the way I've seen him just lately, I'm like, wow, this guy's just, you know, uh, he's taking it to another level. You know, he he's he's accurate and powerful at the same time. Um, and I'm just interested to see how he would match up against Vertivi because Vertivi, like I said, with those those hands of stone, it's just it's it's uh, you gotta have a a solid chin or else you're not gonna last with that guy. Yep. Well I mean like
0: you say yeah vivo man he's impressing lately. I mean the toughest two or the at least the uh the biggest names that that he's ever fought in his career were his last two fights against Surdo Ramirez and canelo and I mean he beat them both pretty easy in my opinion so yeah yeah all right so uh moving on uh into what's coming up for the month of March um of course isn't this isn't is all of the fights, but this is kind of what stood out to me starting with this Saturday on Showtime. We have uh, Brandon Figueroa against uh, Mark Maxayo in the main event. Uh, this is for featherweight interim WBC title. Um, if you guys aren't familiar with these names, uh, Brandon Figueroa, I think he, he had a title or two at 122, and Mark Maxayo had a really good fight uh, where he was actually beating... Um, what's this dude's name that just lost two weeks ago? Mexican dude, really, really good fighter under Nacho Betty Stein. Um he actually lost his last fight again moving up in weight. Uh but Mark Maxayo is pretty pretty good fighter, man. So I, I expect this to be a, a really good
1: fight. And Figueroa, for those who haven't seen him, I mean this guy this guy doesn't stop, you know. So he, he's just him and his brother are um are very similar the way they fight. They just keep coming forward. Um my my Magallaso is um I, how would you describe his style, Ed? Like, would you say he's he's aggressive or he's more of the the patient fighter? Because I've seen him a couple of times and I I I kind of, I can't pinpoint his style sometimes.
0: Yeah, I think he's he's a little, a little bit of a boxer puncher. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could remember this dude's name that just lost that that he 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 had him pretty much beat, man. But but he ended up getting stopped at uh, the at the end of the fight. Uh, but I would say he's he's a boxer puncher, so he he could kind of work both styles. Um, but I don't know if he's going to be able to stand up to the pressure from Figueroa, man.
1: Yeah, because Figueroa is is just you know he he just keeps coming at you. Yeah. Um, and and that guy you know he he's relentless as well. I mean I I've seen him, you know, cut up and and everything, and then this guy does not stop. So it's that's it's going to be a good fight. Actually, it's going to be a really good fight to watch. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, I got some things going on Saturday, so I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to watch it live, but hopefully I'll get it on my phone or something, do, doing whatever I'm doing. <clears throat> Let's see, what else? So, yeah, that one's this Saturday. Uh, then uh, March 12th, um, I'm not sure as far as TV where this is going to be at. I thought it was going to be Showtime just based on the names, but I, I don't think it is. But we have uh, Tim Zoo, Zhu, Costa Zhu's son. Uh, he's going to be going up against Tony Harrison, at 154 pounds also for an interim title um but i think the story here is tim zoo was supposed to fight uh whichever Charlo bro- brother is <laughs> 54 pounds <laughs>
1: yeah. but
0: that dude's having some injuries and some other kind of trouble so tony harrison is stepping in there and he's gonna fight tim zoo uh but it's gonna be a good fight because tony harrison actually beat Charlo. uh Charlo came back and beat him in a rematch but but uh tony harrison's got some skills man and uh we still don't know exactly what tim zoo brings to the table because he's been fighting overseas most of his yeah. career yeah and i mean we can't just judge him based on his dad so definitely and I, look out for
1: and i think harrison is 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 the perfect uh you know uh, guy to test somebody like this out you yeah. know um i think harrison's very like we've seen him against charlo i mean he the, the time that he beat him, um, he he just outboxed him. You know, yep. straight up. He outboxed him. Um, you know, he lost he did lose a rematch, but the fact that that he was able to get that win off of Charlo with, you know, one of the brothers, it's 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 impressive. Mm-hmm. Um and and before we go to the next fight, I mean what what's up with the Charlo brothers, Ed? I mean are there I mean I, I never see these guys stepping up i'm kind of getting frustrated with them already (laughs) because oh man bro
0: if if i get into it i'm gonna it's gonna gonna be another hour (laughs) i'm gonna sound like a pbc hater bro but okay here's here's the thing that's kind of going on okay in my opinion those dudes are very very good fighters yeah i agree but pbc is so in-house bro that that you don't know exactly what level they're all at you know what i mean yeah, includes the, the welterweight division that they said was so strong for them with with uh, Thurman with Danny Garcia. Mm-hmm, most, mm-hmm. They, they never came out and the dude that did come out Sean Porter ended up getting knocked out by Terrence Crawford.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: You know, these dudes stay within the stable, so I don't know how good they are or whatever, but I know this dude had some injuries I, I don't know if it was him or his brother also has some legal problems, bro. Mm. And then I don't know if you heard, but, um, Oh,
1: what's his name? Dude. The problem. Oh, Broner. Adrian Broner. Broner. Yeah. Broner
0: complained about getting paid from PBC. Uh, Deontay Wilder complaint has complained about getting paid by PBC. So I don't know if, if, if they just don't have the money to pay these dudes right now, or they're not generating the money that they thought that they were.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: because if we remember they said you know it's all free tv now when they had the deal with cbs and with fox
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't have the
0: fox deal anymore and they went back to the pay-per-view model as well like two years ago so it, it, it's crazy bro so i mean you just you just don't know you know it could be the money it could be injuries it could be legal problems
1: yeah it, i just feel like like it's it's you know these guys they're going to be wasted talent, bro. I mean, they're, both of them are, are really good, and, and you could think of so many great fighters that you would want to see against them, you know? And, I mean, and
0: huh? Bro, um, even though they got all this stuff going on, they're going to keep calling out Canelo, and they're going to keep <laughs> calling out Triple G, and they're gonna keep calling out Mujia. Yeah.
1: Out
0: reality. I mean, they're not doing anything, so why not call out these names?
1: Exactly. People, Get the attention
0: happen you know
1: yeah exactly they're they're gonna they're gonna you know they're gonna keep crying wolf so that way everybody shares them and all that stuff and gets the attention but we're all we're all starting to get the picture like dude like when they do come back and fight so now they've been out of the ring for for so many months they're gonna bring somebody from overseas that nobody's heard of you know and and showcase them and I then look, call out call out Golovkin again or Canelo again and do the same thing over and over. Yep. Yep. Unfortunately, man, it's something that, that we get used to. Um,
0: I think a lot of people, it took a while for them to, to come around as far as the PBC model. But to me, as soon as it started, bro, it, it, it's been like this. And it's been like this even PBC before even existed with, the guy I didn't want to mention earlier. That semif- <laughs> 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 I know you. I know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, that's so, uh. And then after that, uh, March 18th on the Zone, we have Sordo Ramirez against Gabe Rosado, and Joseph Diaz Jr. against Mercito Hesta. I think um, these are not like the most high caliber quality fights, but I think they're like low key bangers, bro.
1: So. So, for me okay, so to for me when they when I saw this um announcement of surdo versus rosado, um, I feel bad for rosado. I feel like he's he's become that that dude now, like, okay, well, you need to get your confidence back, you need to get a good win, so fight gave rosado, yeah, um, you know, I think he he's he's got the heart of a champion, he's always gonna give it his best, but you know he just he just doesn't win, bro. You know he he doesn't. He's just that that guy that doesn't get the whip, the victory. So this is a great comeback fight for Surdo. You know um, Surdo got embarrassed uh, fighting against Bivol, so he needs to get that confidence. He needs to get to his fan base back, um, and he needs somebody like a Rosado to bring that out of him. Yeah,
0: I think uh, Rosado's style is going to cater. More to Ramirez's style, definitely more than Bivol, because um, Bivol boxed the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. But I think a few years back, Rosado actually upset uh, uh, some fighter dude, and I for, I forget his name, but he he pulled up pulled off an upset, and that actually kind of got him into that Mujia fight,
1: which was oh a, yeah, I remember. I forgot yeah. what he upset, bro. That's true.
0: Yeah, but it was a, a really good fight with Mujia, So so now you know you, you kind of get a little bit uh, where you can kind of compare, even though it's a different weight class. And I think that's really what's going to hurt him because, I mean, he's going to fight Zurdo at 175. This is probably going to be the first fight at 175 for Rosado. And,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, he might land something here and there because Zurdo can leave himself open. But eventually, I think a body shot is going to be the...
1: Yeah. And and that's why I said, like, Rosado, I, you know, I, I it, it's like when he fought Golovkin. You know, he fought Golovkin... Um, you know, year uh, what, I, I want to say what eight years ago or something like that, and remember how it was like a bloody mess, right? They were both bleeding and everything, and and Rosado gave it his all, but at the end of the day, and got him. Yeah, you know, um, and and that's why I think it's a it's a great matchup for Surdo to get his confidence back.
0: Yeah. Um, and then on the undercard again, uh, Joseph Diaz Jr. against Marjito, Mercito Gesta. This is pretty much a, a California fight. Uh, yeah, Mercito Hesta was under Freddie Roach for a long time. I don't think he is anymore. He hasn't been for a long time. But you know, bringing the Filipino crowd to whatever venue this is going to be at. Um, and Joseph Diaz Jr., you know, he, he's got some some fights. Got him back up there, and then as soon as he gets to a certain level, he loses. So. Mm-hmm. We'll see what, what they both bring, but I think uh, at the level that they're both at, I think it's going to be a pretty exciting fight. Uh, I don't really see a knockout here. I don't think either one of them has that, that power, so it'll go to decision, but I, I expect some, somewhat of an exciting fight.
1: Yeah, uh, Jojo Diaz is actually, um, for, for where I live, he's one of the, um, one of the uh, neighboring city's hometown heroes. Um, he live, he's from the city of El Monte, which is just down the freeway from where we live. Oh, um shit. yeah so he's uh he's well known he's he does some sparring over here in Asuza and everything um but yeah he he's kind of um uh, he's kind of been that like oh man like what happened you know like i thought he was he was yeah. going to fight ryan i thought he was going to you know get to that level and everything so um and and same thing with gesta gesta had um had some some opportunities to fight some really big names and you know a few years back uh mm-hmm. and, and they it's it I kind i I kinda I of kinda feel like they've been on the same path where they can't get to that next level. So so I think I think like you said, this is a a, a good matchup for for these Cali guys and, and I think it's it's I see it being an entertaining uh twelve round fight.
0: Yeah. Uh, right now as you were talking, I remember Hesla was under uh, a lot of um uh, Pacquiao under cards, bro.
1: Yeah, exactly. They, exactly. they were kind of grooming him grooming him to to be, you know, like in in that Pacquiao world, you know, and, yeah. and and I remember I think we I think we you and I were even going to see him one time in Vegas or something, bro. I I forgot, but it was he was like on one of those ESPN cards or something like that.
0: But anyways, guys, you heard it here. Uh Dennis Ramirez is personal friends with Joe Joe Diaz. So Joe <laughs> Joe Diaz <is> on the <laughs> podcast next week. All <laughs> right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. right? Bro.
0: The week after that, March 25th on ESPN and ESPN+. Plus. Um, not the fight that everybody was hoping for, for Jose Ramirez, but I still think it's going to be very exciting. Uh, Jose Ramirez against Richard Comey at 140 pounds. And on the undercard, uh, up-and-coming female boxing sensation, Senisa Estrada from L.A. versus Tina. I'm going to murder... Butcher, <laughs> root, root something uh, basically top ranked just signed Sanisa Estrada last year, and uh, they're trying to build her up a little bit better than Golden Boy did. Uh, but Jose Ramirez against Richard Comey, man, what, what do you think?
1: Uh, I like Ramirez, uh, you know, I think he's got a great last name. <laughs> you heard it, no. here. You
0: guys. Dennis Ramirez is the cousin. Uh, <laughs> there
1: you <know>. go, right. <laughs> Yeah, but um, no, I think uh, I think it's it's a good fight. I, I'm not too familiar with with um, with his opponent. Uh, if you have you seen him fight before?
0: Yeah, bro, I'll, I'll refresh you. Um, he was actually a title holder. He's been a, a title holder. I want to say a couple times, but he's the one that uh, Teofimo kind of made his name against when he hit him with that one shot uh,
1: hook. Oh okay, okay. I know yeah, but, I know which replay you're talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, he was he was a highlight <laughs> but uh, <The> highlight reel? <laughs> yeah, but after that I think he came back last year and he actually had a draw against um what's this a Puerto Rican dude that just fought a few weeks ago, bro? Oh Lord, I'm forgetting names.
1: <laughs> um
0: I'll remember in a little bit. But anyways, um so basically everybody wants to see Jose Ramirez against either Josh Taylor again um that's not gonna happen. Uh, Josh Taylor had a very very tough fight last year back in in uh, Europe and um, he was supposed to have a rematch sometimes at uh, sometime at the end of the year um, somehow that didn't happen and now it looks like he's gonna end up fighting uh, Teofimo excuse me Teofimo Lopez so
1: he's gonna retire teofimo
0: uh probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> and um at 140 pounds also man uh I think Jose Ramirez was actually like a mandatory for uh Rougarou bro um what's his name dude um uh, black dude he just beat, he just beat uh Jose Cepeda Regis Progray.
1: oh yeah 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 okay
0: yeah. okay uh, some Something happened there with the money, or at least that's that's what uh, Jose Ramirez's team used as an excuse to stay away from that fight for now mm-hmm.
1: and end up uh, fighting Richard Comey. Okay, okay. So it sounds like this should be a pretty good matchup then.
0: Yeah, I, I think it is, especially because, I mean, Ramirez should win, um, but I think uh, like with uh, Manuel Navarrete, usually his, si- his size is his advantage, but they do get hit. And, and Richard Comey's no joke, man. So it's going to be a little bit of an exciting fight. Hopefully Ramirez pulls through um, and and wins this fight. But I do expect to be a little bit a little bit competitive to, to a certain point. Nice. I think the biggest opposition for both of them, though, on this date, March 25th, is on Showtime pay-per-view, bro. David Benavides against Caleb Plant, 168 pounds. Um, your thoughts off the top on this
1: one, bro. Off the top, um, I mean, this is the fight that Benavidez has been waiting for, and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, right, because Plan is coming off of a a really good knockout of, um, Darrell, right, not Darrell, um. What's it? No, what's it? Yeah. I'm forgetting names, too. See, Ed? We're both forgetting names. Yeah, I know, now, bro. It's, it, it's the age. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's not, a, not Anthony Durrell, but
1: Andre Durrell. Andre Durrell, right. So, so Plant, you know, Caleb Plant is coming off of a great knockout, highlight reel. I mean, he literally stood there and, and dug a grave for this man. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, and I feel like Benavides has been, because he's been avoided for so long, He's been inactive, so I really, really hope that that doesn't affect him. Um, Plant is a is a good boxer. He knows how to move well, but I just think Benavides is a he's a he's a he's a seek and destroy guy kind of guy, and I think this is the perfect this is the perfect fight for him to eventually get to the point where Canelo fights him. Hopefully, I mean you know Canelo's been av- avoiding him and saying that he's not a big enough name and that you know nobody knows him so if he can make a highlight reel out of Caleb Plant i mean what else what else does he want right now now both of these both Canelo and Benavides would have beaten plant so the the fight fans are going to want this fight against Benavides and Canelo even more after this one
0: yeah um i agree bro i think uh Benavides Beats Plant in a little bit more convincing fashion that Canelo did, even though mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it really good against Plant. But uh, yeah, then then of course, especially like if he ends up stopping him early for some reason, then of course people are going to be like, "Oh, this dude's a killer." We want to see him against Canelo. Yeah, <clears throat> like you said, he's been inactive. Uh, he's been avoided, and I think it goes back to the whole PBC thing. You know, why 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 weren't the PBC boys fighting him if they're in the same stable? Yeah. And exactly. Try to leave for top rank and and they didn't let him so I don't know.
1: Yeah. Fact, no, I think a
0: CBC argument.
1: Yeah, I think uh I think you know Benavides needs to uh prove himself to to the, the the overall public in 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 this fight and 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 just, you know, just take plan out. I mean, he's mm-hmm. He's talking he's talking like he's gonna destroy this man, so so we're gonna we're gonna see. I can't wait for this one. This is a good one.
0: Yeah. I think I think he is, man. Eventually. I mean
1: I, I, I mean we're a little bit far away from it right
0: now, but I kinda predict a, a stoppage seven, eight, maybe ninth round, but I
1: yeah, think it he, sounds about right.
0: Yeah. I kinda hurt some that it's on pay per view, you know, because let's say you, I mean, how many Pay per view buys are they actually going to have? I mean, Plant's not that great of a name, so it's going to be maybe fifty thousand, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: If it was on regular Showtime, or they still had the Fox deal, news, like regular open Fox, you know, that's almost <laughs> viewers.
1: Exactly. They should. This this is, in my opinion, it's not a pay per view card. It mm-hmm. shouldn't be. You know, it should be one of those great uh, Showtime night fights that that you see in, and everybody's talking about it, and everything, so everybody could see it. Yep. Um, so hopefully, yeah. And like you said, hopefully it doesn't affect, the, the, uh, the attention. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, man, hopefully, um, I mean, for Benavides' sake, he kind of makes a, a statement or a highlight reel out of plant. <laughs> yeah. And actually gets eyeballs on him. Cause that's the only way that, that people are really going to hear from, you know, if it kind of goes viral. Exactly. Um, let's see. So one of the topics that you had hit me with earlier, um, because we weren't planning on doing this like a month ago <laughs> and <laughs> then they sent me some topics and everything, but uh we're I'm finally getting around to it now. But um what 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 happened between Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence as far as the negotiations where we thought that we had a fight, I think there for a little bit and then of course there is no fight. Um I'll let you go ahead and, and kick it off, bro.
1: Yeah, I think uh with this one Ed it's just one of these frustrating um Frustrating situations that us boxing fans have to put in you know have to put up with for for so many years following the sport right i mean the the fact that this fight was in the hands of 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 their both of their their promoting and management companies, and they still couldn't agree um I forgot exactly how it ended up, but it just kind of felt like like spence's camp was. A little bit more on the, uh, you see, that's why we don't want to fight. You see, that's why we don't want to fight. And they had so much back and forth on social media. But it just, it kind of just, it 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 disappoints me when we're robbed of such a great matchup. You know what I mean? Because I feel like at at the end of the day, both of these fighters, Spence and Crawford, have now been so inactive that in order for them to come back, they're going to have to fight a tune-up. And then that's going to bring up the rivalry again. And, you know, we might not, if we see this, it might not be for like another two or three years, you know, to be honest with you. And it's just, it's a bit frustrating of, uh, for us boxing fans, that uh, you know, that we have to put up with this stuff. And, and again, it's, it, it's, it's similar to, you know, um, what's, what's happening with uh, Gervonta and, and um, Ryan Garcia. Right. I mean, we, how long have we been waiting for them to finally announce it? Right. Yeah. And, and, and same thing, it, it goes into the uh, negotiating tables and it, sometimes it dies there. And and in the case of Spence and Crawford, that's what happened. Um, so I really hope that, you know, these, these, uh, these things get fixed, man, because it, we're, we're basically just robbing the boxing fans of, of these great matchups while these guys are in their prime.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that's that's the biggest part. Um if we remember by the time that Mayweather finally decided to fight Pacquiao, you know, he had already been knocked out, he had already been through wars and stuff like that. So we, we we didn't get it at its at its prime. It was it was past past its expired date when we actually did get it. Um unfortunately maybe that's what's gonna happen with this one, unless they somehow pull it off this year. But if I if I go into it, I mean, you know what 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 I heard from Crawford at different things that he's been saying, um, he had agreed to almost everything. He just personally called Al Heyman and he said, okay, you know, we could do this split or whatever. Um, I just want to see the final numbers when everything is done or or ahead of time, you know, as far as the gate concessions, Mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, Al Heyman wouldn't, wouldn't allow that. So I guess Crawford smelled something fishy, and he decided not to not to sign. Um, so what I'm hearing now is that that Spence is going to end up fighting Thurman.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they're keeping it with PVC. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and it kind of goes back to to the what we were talking about, you know, a few minutes ago, where it's 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 this whole um, monopoly of, of what's going on with with that side of the, the sport, you know, that that you know, because. At a certain at a certain point, you wonder: Are they doing these things just to not put their fighter at risk? You yep. know, that's, and exactly,
0: that's exactly what I think. Bro. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. No, no,
1: no. Go for it. It's it's I, it's just you know. I think I think we're both like we both get fed up with it, right?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I think they're gonna wait for Crawford to get a little bit older because he's a few years older than Spence, so they're they're gonna try to get him at his most vulnerable vulnerable point. Mm-hmm and then right now you know with Spence versus Thurman they, they have nothing to lose because if for some reason Spence loses to Thurman then you have the Thurman versus Crawford fight exactly
1: you know exactly what I mean?
0: and, and and it's not a bad fight Spence against Thurman i mean i mean i'll tune in i mean i'm not yeah
1: paying. yeah <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean it's a good it's a good matchup you know but it's not the matchup that we want you know um and then you know it, it what it does too is it 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 kind of like puts a halt on all these other guys coming up you know like uh you know Virgil Ortiz uh, you know I know he's he's in a different promotional thing too but he's out there you know uh Boots Ennis is out there um so those are those are fighters that you wouldn't want to put against an Aero Spence or a Terence Crawford because they're a high risk fight right so it kind of like the Spence Crawford possibility kind of backs up the opportunity for these other up-and-coming fighters you know what i mean it kind of like clogs up the the pipeline of, of great matchups
0: yeah yeah definitely like right now the risk versus reward is not i think that's what you're trying to say no it's yeah not a, exactly it's not worth the risk business-wise and and the business i mean it, it it's 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 in in-house fights and i mean business-wise i mean i understand it as a fan it sucks uh, but business-wise, I mean, and I can't put this all on PV- PBC because Top Rank does it at whatever weight classes they, they control, you know, and yeah. does it at whatever weight classes they control. So it, it's a whole thing all around in boxing. Um, so I think what I kind of want to say, and, and I'm going to jump right into the Ryan Garcia against Tank Davis on this. Mm-hmm. Is people were telling me since sometime last year, maybe September, dude. Yeah, it's gonna be Tank Davis against Garcia, man. What do you think? I was like, "Uh, honestly, man, don't even bother me with that shit until (laughs) both make weight.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: even though I think it's really close now, I still feel like it can fall apart at any moment from either side. Um, as we know, Garcia. Got some mental stuff he went through last year, and Davis got some legal stuff coming up. (laughs) Even have to do time, so you know, why get excited over this shit if if we don't know what's gonna happen or not?
1: Yeah, and 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 that's what um, you know, not to not to be you know uh, the the negative, the negative, the negative negative guys on on this topic, but I think it's what we've we've kind of seen throughout the years, right, Ed, is that the the big fights the big you know the the ones that everybody's gonna have a fight party for and we're gonna barbecue we're gonna do all those names Mm -hmm. are the ones that we hope happen you know because we we know that we've seen it in the past where there's little things that can interrupt a, a great matchup so same thing with tank and ryan i'm just hoping i'm hoping that there isn't no injuries i'm hoping that there isn't no whatever maybe tank doesn't get arrested or whatever you know whatever might happen i just i'm really really hoping that this doesn't lead to that and that and that us fight fans and and the um the new fight fans too because ryan garcia is also a a um an influencer like right um individual with his following um so it, this is good for the sport because he's he's a, a true fighter that that has a big following as far as, you know, social media and all that. So for us, we need this fight to bring that spark back, you know, kind of like what we had back in the days where it was De La Hoya versus Mosley, right? I mean, yeah. those those two guys collided and we saw that again. And, and, and it was this rivalry that was building up and the fight was great. So we didn't really care who won or who lost, right? Because you just wanted to see them both in the ring so much. So these guys have the potential of, of sparking that again, and 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 that's what the sport needs because I could imagine, I could imagine this becoming a a, a trilogy, you know. If if say it's a close fight, Ryan wins or Tank wins, and then they they got to do the the the, the tiebreak, you know what I mean? Like it has yeah. that potential. So I'm just hoping like you are that we don't hear no no BS down the line because this will be this could be that one fight that really makes boxing go, you know, higher level than UFC this year. Yeah,
0: uh, this fight for sure will bring, like, it'll be the number one topic that everybody's going to talk about from any age group that you could possibly think of. But I think uh, going back to the better BFM goal fight, if it happens this year, for as great and as high level as that fight is or would be, this year it should be, like at the most the third or fourth best fight that we see because we this year we need to see Crawford Spence and we need to see Garcia Davis. And going back to Davis, he he does have a court date coming up
1: for a hit and run, man. So Yeah. I don't know, man. (laughs) (laughs) I know. But you know, and then another another um I, I know we're we're you know we're we're getting close to the end, but I just wanted to bring up that um another talk that's been going out there that I'm really looking forward to is uh Uh, Lomachenko versus Devin Haney Um, I feel like that's that that's gonna it might not be the most entertaining fight but I think that uh, for the for the um, the people who like to really watch the sweet science that's gonna be a hell of a fight
0: yeah that's definitely one for the hardcores Um, just from the jump right now I mean skills wise it's it's, it's great but size wise man Haney is huge (laughs) yeah We'll see. Yeah. Machenko does pull that off, but yeah, I mean that, that one probably is going to happen. I'm, I'm, I'm reading that some good things are 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 happening with those negotiations, and it's top rank versus top rank. So, so most likely it will happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, man. Um, good, good episode so far. Uh, before we sign out, man, you got anything else you want to add?
1: No, just um, you know, I, I know uh, we haven't done this for a while, so hopefully, um we can reconnect and, and, uh, you know, before hopefully before the end of the month and we'll know a little bit more if, uh, the tank and, and, uh, if Javante Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia are, are legitimately fighting in, in, you know, in April. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and just, I, I think we, we shared some good stuff on what's coming up in March. And I hope that, that everybody tunes in because it's, it's, um, you know, don't don't sleep on some of these guys, even though you may not know their their names, that they're not household names. But these are the these are the kind of fights that could actually give you really good entertainment.
0: Yeah, uh, we definitely should. Um, I think there's some pretty even um, evenly matched fights that, that uh, at least it's interesting to kind of try to pick, make a pick. You know, as far as the round and stuff. So even though you know we kind of know who's gonna win or have an idea of who we think is gonna win, but you know we can kind of shoot a shot at which round or whatnot so we'll definitely get into it uh, on fight weeks uh, for some of these fights that we mentioned um and if that's it for you bro that's it for me um hopefully we'll see you guys in a couple of uh weeks yeah for sure
1: let's Um, do it thanks for uh, thanks for having
0: having me again um you know
1: look forward to this again
0: yeah bro thank you for joining me again man um, thank you for the topics that you sent me. And, of course, we'll, we'll get back into it in a little bit. Uh, thank you guys out there for joining us once again. Edwards, the podcast with Dennis Ramirez a Punch Your Chance Edition, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.